You're here to learn. You want answers. We want answers. So let's just cut through the bullshit and get to the root cause. Why do I not feel the way I want to feel? Why do I not have the things I want in my life? Why can I not just be healthy and happy? Why is it so hard to achieve these things? Dr. Carmen Jones, licensed naturopathic doctor, and myself, Kimberly Jarman, life and business coach, get to the root cause. We're tired of bullshit answers. We're tired of symptom management. We want to know why. Why don't we feel as good as we want to feel? What can we do about it with simple, real solutions instead of just doing symptom management? We wanted to know why we don't have the things we want. Why aren't we achieving the goals? Why aren't we living our dreams? Why do we keep holding ourselves back? So we get to the root cause of what holds us back in mindset. So we talk about mind, body, soul things on this podcast. We provide real answers, solutions that you can create in your life to go get the things you want. So join us each week as we bring you a new episode addressing topics that are going on in the world today and things that are impacting your life on a daily basis. We're so glad you can join us and we're excited to take this journey and to continue to take this journey with you. Hi, friends. Welcome back. This is episode 132 of our Thrive and Aligned podcast. And today we're going to talk about um, micronutrients and the mood (laughs) and how important micronutrients are for the brain. So I had a couple of cases come in this week and I thought this would be a great opportunity to talk about it. Um, We've talked about, especially like with the new beginnings program, we've talked about deficiencies and um, our brain health and our mood, but um, I had some really good examples come in. I thought, okay, I need to share this. So um, I'll show my examples first. So I had uh, one patient and um, she uh, has been sick. And so as she's been sick, she's had a gastrointestinal um, bug this last couple weeks or last week. And so, uh, since she wasn't eating anything, she wasn't taking her B vitamins. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times if you're taking a B complex, it's easier on the stomach. If you take it with food, um, that B1, B2 can be a little bit nauseating if you don't have any food on your stomach. So she hadn't been eating, so she hadn't been taking them. And, uh, she noticed a, um, she's worked with us. She's familiar with, our mindset, um, and has done some mindset work. And so she was noticing that, um, she was having a lot more sort of like those, uh, intrusive thoughts, um, a little bit like that impending doom, like something's going to happen, right? I don't like, I'm tense. I'm waiting. I think something bad's going to happen. You know, somebody leaves the house and you're, you know, that you go to that catastrophic place of like, oh, I'm not going to see them again. Um, and what she, she's had this in the past when she was younger, before she was able, before she knew and was able to recognize, right. That this is, um, doesn't have to be our normal thinking process. And, um, she had to miss, um, a church because she was sick and she sets up like the, um, something at church. And so she felt bad because there wasn't anybody like to fill in for her to do that thing. So they just didn't do it. Right. Right. Which was fine. But in her mind, she find herself later that night thinking, oh my goodness, 
I can't, they're not, they're going to hate me, right? Like I can't go back to church. I'm, I can't, you know, like show my face there. They're going to be mad at me. They're going to be upset. I'm going to have to find a whole new church family. You know, she just automatically went to this worst case scenario, worst case scenario. And so she was like, what, what's wrong? What's happening? Right? Like, is this the flu? You know, <laughs> like, is this because I'm sick? And so we were kind of going through things and I asked her, are you taking your B vitamins? And she was like, no, because she's not eating. I said, okay, we've got to bring those B vitamins back on board. So um, we know that our B vitamins like B1, B3, uh, B12, B5, um, that those are essential in order for us to make our neurotransmitters, our um, serotonin and our dopamine, our GABA, um, even our melatonin. And so for some folks who have that genetic predisposition where they're not able to make a lot of their B vitamins on their own, or they're not making enough B vitamins, then we have to supplement. Um, you can see significant changes when they're not supplementing. Yeah. Um, and so I thought this was really interesting because um, she's at a point where she could recognize, right? Like these are not the thoughts that I normally have, like something's different. Let's evaluate what's different. Um, and that was the missing piece. So we doubled down on the dosage for about two days and, you know, her thinking is back to normal. Um, and (laughs) when she was sharing this with me, I told her, I said, you know, that worst case scenario, that's that, that's the kind of this catastrophic thinking. And she was like, it has a name. And I said, yes, it does. Um, and she was like, I didn't know, now that um, she's in a better place physically with her health and um, mentally and spiritually, she can recognize, right, that those were, um, that that's, you know, not the preferred thinking, but when she was younger, she didn't know, right, right? like there was, that was just kind of normal, you didn't know there was anything different, Um, and we've done genetic panels with her, and I told her, I said, "I, I don't doubt that, that you've been deficient in B vitamins, for most of your life until you kind of found naturopathic medicine or functional medicine. Um, but it was one of those scenarios. It was somewhat of an easy, easy fix because I've been working with her for so long. Um, but it was a nice reminder to me of, oh, okay. For folks who um, experience that um, worst case scenario, that catastrophic thinking, right? If there's an imbalance in those B vitamins, um, in order to help to step out and do that mindset work, right? Correcting those deficiencies first, um, will be very, very beneficial. So can you explain the mechanism, how being deficient in vitamin B impacts mental health and the neurotransmitters? Yes. So, um, how our body makes our neurotransmitters, um, how it, it uses those B vitamins are cofactors. So, um, naturally our body will take, so for example, like serotonin, Mm -hmm. our body takes, um, tyrosine, um, and with B plenty of B1 available vitamin C and vitamin D will go to something called five HTP. And then uh, B3 has to be present to go to serotonin. Um, and then it goes on to melatonin. So if those B vitamins aren't readily available, um, those cofactors, uh, the enzymes are there. And oftentimes we're taught in school that enzymes are the limiting factor. Well, those enzymes are part of our genetics, but if those, uh, vitamins and minerals are not present, they are kind of the key to run that enzyme. 
right? So um, that's what creates that limiting effect. So if it's not present, then you really can't easily um, follow that cascade to make those neurotransmitters. So if they're not available, then your body has a very hard time producing adequate levels of serotonin, dopamine. So then you go into a low state of those chemicals that are producing I don't want to say reality thoughts. Um, They're just cleaner thoughts, I think, than that worst case scenario, catastrophic thinking. Right. Um, I think, and I think this is where, you know, kind of like that uh, mindset work really is is so important because it helps people kind of step out and recognize, you know, that uh, that think that more like negative, yeah, um, intrusive thoughts that, okay, that's a symptom, right? Or a sign of something um, out of balance. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you know what this, and this might take a little turn. Why is it that when we are low on those things, our brain goes to catastrophic thinking? Like what causes that quality of thoughts with a low serotonin, low dopamine? Does that question make sense? I think it does. Um, when I give my answer, let me know if I, (laughs) if it makes sense, um, as addressing your question. So, um, I think it's because it's moving into that, that survival space, Uh right? Like oftentimes that catastrophic thinking is, um, those, that worst case scenario. So your brain is already like trying to predict, okay, this is going to go wrong, right? Or this Mm -hmm. could go wrong. What do you, you know, what are we going to do to survive? Okay, I'm yeah. going to pause you there then. So catastrophic thinking, because a lot of us don't recognize that our thoughts are not simply reporting news and why they're factual things, right? Thoughts yeah. are very uh, subjective. Yes. Right? Yeah. They're just yes. they're just objects that are created. They're sentences mm-hmm. of words that are created and some are quality, some are not, if that's an easy way of describing it. But what I hear you saying is, uh, basically we're moving out of that prefrontal cortex down into the limbic, the primal brain, survival brain. Mm -hmm. And the survival brain is just wired, not just, but it's highly wired to make predictions. And that's all it's doing is predicting like worst case scenario and hopes that you will create a plan for it to prevent it from happening. But most of the time we start believing the worst case scenario is going to happen. And then this is real. And then we freak out. Yes. Yeah. And then we stay in this loop. Right. Okay. Yeah. Then you're caught in that um, fight or flight, fawn and freeze loop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, and I, I think um, when I was talking with my patient, we we're talking about, yeah, um, her situation and, uh, you know, she had identified that, you know, that this was very those thoughts were very, or maybe not those exact thoughts, but that train, right? Like the, uh, uh, and the quality of those thoughts were very common when she was younger, mm-hmm. you know, and um, like I said, because we've done the genetic factors, I, you know, said, well, this could be a very, you know, similar experience that your adult children are experiencing now, you know, um, I would encourage you to share your experience with your adult children mm-hmm. um, to help them understand Hey, you know, um, there could be an imbalance here that's acting, that's yeah, uh, setting up a scenario where those thoughts um, 
can go to that worst case scenario, that kind of impending doom very quickly. Uh Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I always, and I, uh, love to talk to people about food as medicine. And so I have a lot of folks, you know, will um, ask like what foods are high in B vitamins and um, a lot of nuts and seeds, right? Fish, um, sunflower seeds, walnuts, um, uh, nutritional yeast. People know nutritional yeast is being high in B vitamins. Um, my caveat to that is that when people are experiencing that thought process um, and those feelings that are associated with that, um, yes, those foods are really beneficial and helpful, but the amount of B vitamins that they're getting in that food are may not be therapeutic for them. Yeah. yeah. So this is where supplementation can be really helpful. And I'm really picky about my B complexes because um, there's a lot of B complexes out there on the market um, that have uh, good um, a pro good profile, right? They have the B1, B2, B3. Yeah. Um, B5, B6. Yeah. Folate, B12 and biotin. But, um, it's the amount, right? A good B complex will have, and I may have said this before, but we'll have at least 50 milligrams of each one of those. So for example, if you're trying to get your B vitamins from nutritional yeast or from like sunflower seeds, though they are high in the B vitamins, you may be only getting seven or 10 milligrams in that. Yeah. Um, tablespoon of nutritional yeast. And our goal is that for a minimum is 50, but if you're experiencing, yeah, um, uh, uh, not, um, several irregular episodes of this type of thinking, um, we may even have to go up higher, you know, even like a hundred, sometimes, um, 150 milligrams. So, still encouraging you to get it in your diet, but yeah, there are some, um, scenarios or situations that supplementation may be necessary Yeah, yeah, to kind of like, um, uh, uh, reach that tipping point. Yeah. Yeah. So that, um, it'll be easier for folks to recognize, right? Like, Hey, these are the thoughts. Yeah. That I'm experiencing, but I have a choice in those thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. So they can kind of take back. Yeah. Um, my second case is still around micronutrients, <laughs> uh, but she came up this week, but it was around vitamin D. So um, I have a, uh, um, I'm getting an, a new patient. She's a 16 year old and she's seeing um, psychotherapists to help to support um, her mood and her thoughts. Yeah. And um, they, the therapist reached out to me because, um, they weren't making the progress and the headway they would hope to with her. And, um, she is having, um, behavioral issues. She's having, um, some, uh, suicidal ideation, um, and on the spectrum of suicide, uh, suicidal thoughts and suicidal ideation, uh, hers is more, she like, like, she's thinking about the idea of like, what, like, um, how her mom and her parents, how their life would be better without her. Like, she's not at the, um, making a plan or like, yeah. Um, um, in a place where she's like (laughs) ready to harm herself. Right. So, um, they've been taking the precautions, but so they reached out to me and the mom was like, is there anything like 
physical that could be contributing to her situation. So I was like, you know, let's rule it out. Let's get a baseline of labs. So we got labs, looked at vitamin D. We looked at thyroid because yeah, when thyroid is off, um, we looked at iron for anemia um, because when those things are off, those can, yeah, uh, contribute to um, a poor pattern of thinking. And, um, she did have several other things off that we have to investigate, but the biggest one off the top was her vitamin D. Her vitamin D was 12, um, conventional, uh, range it's considered normal is between 30 and hundred. Okay. Um, naturopathic or optimal range is between 60 and 80. Um, when we, when our vitamin D is low, we know that it affects our hormones. It affects our immune system. Um, they describe vitamin D to actually be a hormone and not actually just a vitamin, but it's a, it's a fat soluble vitamin, but it is also a micronutrient that is essential for our brain to make our neurotransmitters. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about the cofactors, like the B vitamins, um, vitamin D is right up there as well. Um, and there's been a lot of research on vitamin D and uh, associated with depression, seasonal affective disorder, um, uh, major depressive disorder, uh, vitamin D deficiency in bipolar, schizophrenia, um, even PMDD, the premenstrual yeah. dys dysphoria disorder. I don't think that's what it stands for. I don't call me on that. Um, <laughs> So they've linked, right, like vitamin D to um, a lot of uh, mental health concerns and like, yeah, our mood and our thought process. And so um, when um, when I was talking to her mom, I was like, oh, this is a red flag for me. Um, I, even in conventional medicine, it came up for a red flag because at 12, it's less than 30. Um, but I was like, this is significant. Um, there are some, um, yeah, this is significant in helping her uh, understand her thoughts and feelings, right? But to help to address um, where the other practitioners and professionals haven't been able to make headway with her and in her situation. Um, and I've had folks who like when their vitamin D starts to drop, they can tell, right. They can tell their mood changes. They may not have as much energy. Yeah. Um, sometimes people can notice hormone changes when you've gone from a deficient place, and then you build up that vitamin D and the vitamin D reserves to a more optimal range. Mm -hmm. Um, I, yeah, uh, some people can significantly notice that difference when, um, it starts to decline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I thought those two cases were really, were really interesting this week because I really feel like they kind of highlight how important it is. Yeah. Um, for those micronutrients or vitamin D and vitamin B, um, B complex, cause it is, yeah, three different B vitamins that are the very large players in uh -huh. our mood. Um, but to being, to be aware of that, um, you can test for vitamin D in a blood test. Um, they do have micronutrient tests for B vitamins. Um, they're not often run in functional medicine or in conventional medicine, but you can find it in convention functional medicine docs or functional medicine profiles. Um, but yeah, I just kind of highlighted the importance because like, oh, I mean, I talk about B vitamins and D vitamins to people a lot of times, but they don't always experience the symptoms, right? Okay. Um, but these two cases were very significant in like recognizing, oh, 
no, we are experiencing um, some significant changes in our thoughts, um, which I suspect is because of those deficiencies. Yeah. 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 I think that needs to be talked about more um, because in the, in the therapy world, um, I think the model was always just very separate. Mm-hmm. The mind is separate from the body. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, if you have these thoughts, it's because you're mentally ill. Mm-hmm. It's not connected to the digestive tract and what nutrients we're taking in. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. But if you um, flip that on its side and say, okay, no, our um, thoughts and you look at the biochemistry, right? Like when we've talked about the, the, the biochemistry and actually seeing how those chemicals actually play together and need these specific keys um in order to make those chemicals yeah that directly affect the quality yeah um of our thoughts is very significant like yeah from my perspective it's it's hard to look at that without looking at the whole picture and recognizing okay there could be yeah um or there always is a physical component, right? Right, um, because we're unique individuals, right? Our you can't just take the brain out and expect the body to function without right. it, right? The same thing, right? <laughs> They're directly connected, right? Yeah, right. So yeah, cool. Anything else? Um, no. I don't think so. <laughs> so I just, I just want to reiterate, I guess there is something else. I do want to just reiterate, um, cause if folks are experiencing that, um, and it may be like the changes in thought process, or they may be experiencing that thought process that, um, always seem to be, yeah, a little bit more on the negative side. It's really hard to like tease out and be able to do the mindset work and step out and recognize, you know, that, that that's different. Um, to, to, yeah, to try a B complex. Now, if you have trouble with a B complex, um, sometimes there's a gut issue. So a lot of, a lot of docs, um, or a lot of chiropractors and pharmacists, they all believe in, not all of them, um, a lot may believe in B complexes. And because they recognize a lot of Americans are, are deficient in B vitamins, they may push a B complex. There is, there are people who I get who say, um, they can't take a B complex, right? For they usually get um, uh, digestive issues. They get nausea. They just feel like they don't tolerate a B complex very well. Um, if that's the case, we've got to work on digestion first. It's because the microbiome um, isn't able to break down that B those B vitamins or the form of those B vitamins. Um, you may have a genetic factor where the form of those B vitamins may not uh, be easily absorbable and you may need a more like active form of B vitamins. So, um, and then if you've tried B vitamins and you feel like, oh no, they didn't work for me, um, consider getting tested or consider getting a different form and making sure you're getting those therapeutic doses. Yeah. Because B vitamins are popular. There's so many on the market and there's so many that aren't very good quality. Yeah. So, um, be picky when you're exploring and trying to add that to, um, yeah, to address your concern. So I'm going to encourage folks. Yeah, definitely reach out to us um, or find, yeah, a, a naturopathic practitioner in your area to help guide you through that process. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Anything else? Oh, no. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. We'll see you guys next week.
Thank you for joining us. If this information was helpful, please share with a friend. We appreciate it when you take just a few minutes to leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast at. It helps expose our podcast to more people getting this information into more hands. Currently, we're in open enrollment for our New Beginnings program. Dr. Carmen and I work with individuals to increase their self-confidence by doing mindset work and addressing the neurochemicals and hormones so they can create confidence at a faster rate, therefore achieving our dreams and goals faster. This is something you're interested in. You'll find our link in the show notes. We look forward to seeing you guys and we'll see you next episode.